Welcome back to the latest episode of Soundcheck PGH. What number are we at, Pete? 11, I think. Lucky number 11. No, I think that's, it's that's not lucky not... number 7. Oh, you wait, lucky number 11. That's what we were thinking of. That's a that's a movie, Josh Hartnett? No, it's a number. 11. All right. Well, that's the is, lucky number. We're here for our 11th episode. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, Jack? Well, we are profiling local Pittsburgh music acts. Each week, every other week, we come to you with what we find, the best of what we find. We're not here to criticize anyone. We just find what we like and we bring it to our attention. We do a full profile on the on the act. Yeah, we play different songs from them. Uh, we highlight any upcoming shows they might have. And, uh, and we try to do all genres. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a... I think we've done a similar... Ish. Well, we we've done yeah. the whole indie kind of rock thing before. We have, we have, but this is a new a new yeah, take. Yeah, this on is. It. I guess it's a little bit different. Yeah, this is more psych. This is more. This is more psych rock. Um, dreamy kind of. Yeah, and we've done some dreamy dream pop, dream pop and pop. dream indie bands before, but but these guys take in a different direction. The, yeah, these these are definitely on the other end of that spectrum. Um, who do we uh, who do we got, Jack? Uh, hold on. Zev. 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 Um, how about now in the, the Queen's English? Oh, you wanted me to say it in the Queen's English. Yeah, sorry. Oh, okay, hold on. Zeev. 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 They say everything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you asked for the Queen's English. They may have invented it, but they're always wrong now. They, yeah, they've had a lot of time with it, and they've definitely veered off to some strange directions. Yeah, apparently too much time. Yeah, which I'm saying because I guess I just came back from there. Yeah, you just wanted you just wanted the Queen's English just so that you didn't have to feel like you're immersed back in the USA so quickly. I'm still in Greenwich Mean Time. <laughs> this is like I don't know three o'clock in the morning for me. Oh, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. Well, then we we got you at the prime time. Then we've got Prime Pete here. Uh, yeah. So Zev, uh, who are Zev? There's four members. From yeah. Counter, right? So Zev is a four piece local psych rock dream rock band. Um, I really like them. Let me run through the lineup for it, you. It is your pick, so I hope this so. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should mention that. This is my pick. Oh, we trade off. We didn't say that. Before. Yeah, that's it's okay. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they can. They can tell. Yeah, they know. They know when they hear the good <laughs> stuff. Anyway, let, let, let me run through the lineup for you. Okay, we got Pat Hodge on vocals and guitar. Cool. Dustin Stuppy on keyboard. Brady Ash on bass, and Nick Hodge on drums. Any relation? Uh, yeah, I think they're brothers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Didn't know if that was just a fun coincidence. I, it hey, we be... have the same last name. You want to join? <laughs> you want to do a band together? That would be a great coincidence. Yep. <laughs> but no, I think they. I think there was some thought put into that one. All right, good. Um, yeah. So I guess they formed about a year ago. They formed uh, last October, October 2016. Put out a couple of demos, and then. Uh, they dived right in. They didn't waste any time. No. They released their a full length album. No EPs. No nothing. nothing. Full length. Right just, to that LP. Yep. Just swinging for the fences on that one. Released their full length album uh, in August of 2017. Yeah. And it's uh, self titled. Self titled. That's correct. Um, and I will say, I think of all of the profiles we've done, this is the most recently formed act, right? Yeah. yeah I don't think I we've think done true, yeah. anyone who's just about a year old. I mean, no, no. They are just starting out. So we're going to go a little bit deeper into, I guess, this album because we got, you know, 
a little bit less stuff to work with. Yeah, they don't have an extensive back catalog, so we we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the most recent stuff. But um, I will say that there's some there's some good buzz around them. They've uh, they've got a pretty uh, active Facebook uh, social media presence and following that I've noticed cool. um, only in one year and uh, and I would say well deserved. I think uh, I think you know a lot of bands start off with some some early demos that turn into early singles that turn mm-hmm. into early EPs and then they like you know they get to that point where they feel comfortable putting out an LP. But these guys, like you said, swung for the fences right away, and I think. I think they hit it out of the park. I mean, I think for a first LP, yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it was clear that it's pretty well produced. I don't know who very well produced. I don't know what who did that or yeah. was it self produced or no. So actually, uh, we found out that it was produced by Jarvis Tavenery, who I'm pretty sure I'm mispronouncing that last name, but he is a member of the indie rock band Woods. Oh, do you know Woods? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, Woods is uh they're pretty cool. They're kind of like folk rock, folk yeah, indie yeah. rock, and they they're pretty prolific in their uh in how much music they put out. But anyway, this guy, he uh recorded um or he mixed this. He mixed this uh oh, LP. Cool. And he's also worked with uh you know, a slew of indie rock bands, uh, names that are pretty familiar to people of that scene, like Real Estate, uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Oh, yeah. I know you like. Yeah, I do like them. Uh, they they just put out the fourth, I think the fourth one, they said that in 2017, they're going to put out I five albums. This. They just put a fourth one out, so they got a little bit of time. They got like a month and a half for another one. That, that, I think they can do they it. They could do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's impressive. That well, is, that's awesome. This that is one of the funniest stories of 2017. Real estate. Okay, that, I can, that's in the same wheelhouse as this, kind of. Yes. Yeah, but, real estate is... Um, which I really like real estate. Oh, real estate is great. Yeah. They're, they're awesome. But we're not here to talk about that. No, we're not. Um, um, yeah, so I, without further ado, you want to just dive right in? Yeah, let's do it. I think we're going to play uh, the full track of Devil May Care.
right, that was Devil May Care uh, from Zev off of their self-titled full-length album. That's right. Also named Zev. Also named Zev. <laughs> that's what full title or that's what, full titled. That's what uh, <laughs> self titled means. Full titled is a whole nother thing. I was gonna say, what does that mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, so full titled album. What did uh, what'd you think? This is the one that so it, this was you, my standout. Yeah, this is the one that you wanted to listen to the whole thing. On yeah, the podcast. and, and uh, why um, did this one stand out for you? I don't know. So I will say that the first couple times through the entire LP. Um, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. It did blend together. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I looked back on it, it like it felt like I just listened to a full unit of really enjoyable music with a really defined sound. Okay. But it was hard to differentiate moments or individual tracks in there that I was like, oh, this is like one where it's really making me like sit up and pay attention, okay. you know. But upon a couple more listens, this one, this one was the standout. And I will, I'll add on to that, that okay. this album did grow on me. Right. I liked it right off the bat, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because you were real excited and you messaged me. You said, this yeah. is who I want to do. Yeah, I found it and it didn't take long before I was like, I think we need to do these guys. But um, but like I said, it was still, it was kind of, uh, it kind of felt, the full thing kind of felt amorphous to me. Like it, it like wasn't really defining itself in any way. And it's grown on me. The nuance has kind of revealed itself in time. Okay. Does that make sense? Do you want, do you want to know why I think you chose the song? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I think because when I hear this song, I think of a band that you really like. Uh Oh, I kind of get like a little Arctic monkeys kind of, wow. Like a Brit pop, a Brit, Brit, pop. A Brit, Brit rock. Which Pete, you Jack know, is just big, because you came back from Britain doesn't mean you can compare everything to Britain now. I can. It doesn't mean it's accurate, but you just hear it. You hear it everywhere. You can't. You can't stop now. I'm stuck. How many Arctic Monkeys did you meet over there? Uh, zero. But I saw one Arctic Monkeys cover band. Oh wow, that's yeah. a thing. I think yeah, they're all over the place. Oh wow, I, I really don't know that. I just went to, <laughs> the first place I went into that was playing live music was an Arctic Monkeys. Really? Cover band. Yeah, Strictly Arctic God. Monkeys cover band. Uh, yeah, that was all they played. <laughs> <laughs> they're like. But the, so you don't get any of that the the guitar well, but it's the guitar in this one the Yeah. Actually now that you say that so the Arctic Monkeys are one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah, but, but that high high reverb like kind of yeah. like uh distorted guitar sound is real distinct to that genre of music. It's kind of funny you say that because I don't think I would have picked that out on my own, but now that you say it, I definitely can see the similarities. Which Arctic Monkeys, I don't is it one of your favorite bands? We went to I, we saw yeah. them in Madison Square Garden. We did. We did a big old trip yeah, to Yeah, we do did that. a trip to NYC to do that. Yeah. You noticed I said NYC and not New you're so York cool. <laughs> because I also say PGH. He can't Jack can't just say Soundcheck Pittsburgh. He has to <laughs> say Soundcheck PGH because he's I'm legally obligated now. He's trying to save time, even though we waste a lot of time <laughs> on the podcast every time explaining this. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, I I could see that this one definitely stood out to me a lot. Um, I think that the other thing that stood out for me was uh, vocally. I guess Pat Patrick's the one singing. Patrick uh, yeah, Pat. Yeah. Um, for some reason I got like a Sigur Ross, like his, like Ooh. tonally, his voice sounds a lot like him. Well, it's the falsetto. Man. Yeah. Except he's not speaking some made up Elvish language <laughs> that they are in Sigur Ross. That's right. I still don't understand that. That still kind of blows my mind. Is that Icelandic? I, so what I've been told and I'm sure hardcore Sigur Ross fans may disagree with me, but what I've been told is that they go back and forth between pure Icelandic and like a made up version that like, builds off of Icelandic that they came up with. Yeah. For the other 10 people that speak Icelandic, you <laughs> feel like, Hey, yeah. this is not actually Icelandic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good music though. I do like Sigur Rós, yeah. but, but yeah, so 
the falsetto and the falsetto is sung pretty exclusively on every track throughout this thing. Yeah. There's a couple times it's not as high, but, um, it's not easy to do that. And it's not easy to do that at a, at a consistent level where you're, you don't sound like you're pitchy. You don't sound like, you know, it's, you're, you're trying something that's a little out of your range yeah, or definitely. a little out of your abilities. But um, if, I mean, it fits really well with this, uh, yeah. this style of music. I got a lot of, I actually got some Tame Impala out of this. Uh, okay. That's like the psych, psych rock, psychedelic kind of thing going on. Um, I guess which the early, like kind of earlier Tame Impala. Yeah. Not the, not the most recent, um, currents. Yeah, not, not the current style, but more like... Uh, yeah, I can kind of see that. Yeah, the ones before that. I, I don't even remember what they're called. There's one with like a gate. Yes. <laughs> that one. Yeah, yeah, that one. I don't know which one it is <laughs> on the album cover. But. Yeah, I used to know their names. I don't know why I don't anymore. But yeah, um, so I just love this one because I think it's it's pretty unique in the synth work. I think the synth work in this is awesome. Yeah. I think the bass that starts it off is really good. And now that you say the Arctic Monkeys guitar, you're totally right. I yeah. mean, that, that style is, is, is right, right. Yeah. There. But, I, I, I can't. but it's also like, you know, the Arctic Monkeys got that from the strokes. They did. Yeah. I mean, that's so not, it's not like originating who aren't they're New York based, right? It's strokes in New York. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. want to make sure. Yeah. But, um, and then I think the hook on this one's really good. It is. Yeah. I yeah. like that a lot. Um, and I like the transitions. I like that there's different segments of the song that um, they sound completely different from each other, but yeah. they blend together really well. It's pretty long, too. It's about five minutes. Yeah, it's definitely four, over four, four I remember. Something. Um, but yeah, um, I think uh, without further ado, you want to just dive into some other parts of the album? Yeah, let's do it. Unless there's anything else you want to add about Devil May Care. No, um, I, I mean, we can give a little background on the band if you want. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, so do you know how these guys uh, got to Pittsburgh? I don't. Probably by car, maybe <laughs> by plane. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> um, <laughs> if not, we'll, we have a lot more questions. Um, no, they actually came by way of Chicago, by way of Harrisburg. So Harrisburg to Chicago Wait. to Pittsburgh. That's a that's a long drive because you got to go say, past Pittsburgh to get I was to Harrisburg. Say, like, and then you... I was surprised when I heard that. I was like, "What?" I was like, first of all, the Harrisburg to Chicago is a pretty big leap." Yeah. And then I was like, "Chicago to Pittsburgh." That's so they went Harrisburg, Chicago, Chicago, Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that uh, at least Pat did the the lead singer um, was born in Harrisburg, um, went to Chicago. And then came back to Pittsburgh with the intention of starting a new band. Oh, cool. Um, and he reunited with his brother, who mm-hmm. they've always had a... Uh, they've always bonded over music. Cool. Um, so they came back here. And um, I also... I don't know if you noticed this, but there's some great fan art on their Facebook. I saw the one... look at that? Uh, I saw the one for... Uh, what is it? Uh long distance and it's yeah. like yeah it's the, yeah. it's like a girl with like the the, the curly phone cord like yeah. all wrapped around all wrapped around her yeah no that that was a that was a great uh that was a great piece of art and then someone drew like a picture of them uh playing but kind of like stage. a cartoony kind of way yeah it was much yeah, more was like cool. yeah i thought that was cool i mean i don't know who they have they they have some very artistic fans i guess so like that's pretty it's pretty impressive yeah we can't do that <laughs> no one's drawn any fan art of us well for good reason <laughs> One, I don't think they know what we look like. This is an audio podcast. Oh, no, I guess. It'd be hard to draw. Yeah, it's hard to draw sounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a, a bunch of fake. like, it's just a bunch of like, uh, like levels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the mix levels or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would actually be pretty easy fan art to do. Um, yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's play some, let's play some uh, long distance. Okay. 
Uh, no, 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 we can't yet. Why not? Because I want to start at the beginning. Because what? So you sent me them, and I didn't start with what you said. I just started listening to the album the whole way through. Oh, and I okay. didn't know what kind of music it was going to be. Yeah. So when you start playing it, <laughs> it's like real, like ominous, like intro, ambient sounding. It's got some like piano tone to it. It sounds like the beginning of like a brute, like the, the brutal death metal songs Does about to really? like drop. Yeah, like it's this real like cold, like ambient sound. I was like, what did Jack send me? But it just never, <laughs> the drop never happened. <laughs> Then I made that mix because that's what I thought of. I just mixed the beginning part in with like some. I think I, they should. I literally, I literally Googled what is the most brutal death metal. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the options. I think they should run with it. I think that sounded great. I think your next album should be uh, like a black metal album. Just, yeah. Just suggestion. You a guys, stark change in genre. You guys but, don't you have know. to do it. You know, maybe for the best. Sometimes pivots pivots work. You well, actually, pivot. we're we've been looking for Pittsburgh needs a good new be- new metal band. To really yeah. corner the new metal market, which we we pers- we we think is going to be the next summer. Co- like emo music just came back, right? That that's over though. The emo yeah. revival's dead. The it's new me- the new metal revival is is just about to start. So just a couple suggestions, uh, Zev. You know, <laughs> death metal or maybe new metal. Yeah, take them for what they're worth. I mean, you don't have to do it, but I don't yeah. know. Everyone we talk to seems like it's take a pretty it, good take idea. It it. We have a lot of listeners, and people love us, and. You know, I would never say that our ideas are great, but you know, no, they're usually pretty bad. I'm just trying to talk like Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way. I love when he does that, though. What? I would never say that and he's then he short says and it. fat, but he's saying it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. gosh! Uh, yeah, so now we can get to long distance because that's what comes on after. Uh, okay, the fine. intro song. Fine. Uh, which the intro song? What is it's called? Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Heavy water. Sorry. Yeah. So heavy water goes into long it's distance. It's called heavy water. That even sounds like a, like I a, know, right? like a <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> even the fan art, it, it's like white with like the black trees in the background, yeah, yeah. which could, I don't know. Like I didn't know what to expect. I thought I was going to get a brutal metal drop. Uh, <laughs> Next time I said, but no, instead someone. it goes into long distance. Right. Which uh, 
has for me, like when I hear it, I, I get a much more dreamy pop kind of feel. Yeah. And then also a uh, little like surfy kind of, sometimes the dream pop goes in that like surfer rock kind of yeah. like, like beach fossils, beach fossils. Yeah. Yep. Some grizzly bear. Yeah. I, I a lot I of heard grizzly, grizzly bear, bear uh, influence on this. Um, I mean, I think, I think I'll say that nothing is over the top on this. And I think I say, I say that in a good way. On, on this song? On uh, on this song, but also the album uh, as a whole. There's no parts where... There's no parts where... Nothing seems really, forced. Nothing seems forced. That's, they're not reaching... They're staying within... They're staying within... I, I don't want to say they're staying within their boundaries, but they are staying with what they know they can do. Yeah, they're which looking I think at this as a whole, and they're just... Right. Yeah. Which I think is a great way to start for a first LP. I mean, obviously, like as you continue to put out music, you want to see the band grow and like do stuff like that. But like, I think to really hone in mm-hmm. on some foundational things that you're really good at and just kind of like hone those skills. I think that's a, that's a really smart move because I think a lot of times when you listen to some of the stuff that, you know, when we're looking for stuff, like a lot of it falls flat when people are trying to do too much. Yeah. And also they're not, they're uh, not leaning on what they know they can do well. Yeah. And especially for a first, uh, first album. So a lot of times you'll hear one good song, like you'd be like, Oh, that's good. And then you listen to the whole thing. And like, it's, it's, you know, like that's exactly it was what just the one good song and the yeah. rest of it's either completely different. It doesn't fit in stylistically. Right. You know, or it's or it's just like lesser versions of that one good song. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like that's and this exactly isn't all. That's I'm why saying. that's probably why you had so much trouble picking one song specifically to yeah. play the whole thing for. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny because it's it's why I had trouble, but it's also why I had no trouble picking the band to someone we had to do because yeah. I was like, this all this sounds great. Yeah, like that, I really like it. What are uh, we getting into next? Yeah, the uh, next one I wanted to do was Spaceman. Spaceman is getting some airtime. Is it really? On WIP. On WIP. Yeah. Lakshmi Sang. <laughs> no, that's 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 the other NPR one. That's WESA, isn't it? Steve Inskeep. Steve, that's these are all NPR. Steve Inskeep playing this. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Inskeep's giving this play. Are you sure? No, no. Kai Rizdahl is the one. Kai Rizdahl, yeah. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Marco Werman said that he was going to start playing it too. Marco Werman. From the world. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. How many more can we come up with? They all I'm have running the, out. They all have the best names. Yeah, there's no How like they, there's, there's no, no like Steve name. Johnson. No, if no. you if you apply for NPR and your name's Steve Johnson, they're like, I'm sorry, man. Like, can you can you spice that up a little bit? Like, what are we what are we working with here? You need to make a little bit better of a name going on right now. <laughs> yeah. I think you're gonna have to spice that up because this is way too boring. Oh, oh. my gosh. Yeah. Who does the they do that uh morning show? That's pretty funny. The the Saturday morning show. 
Uh, the wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, who's the host of that? I'm pretty sure he has a good name. Ooh, I don't, I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll find. I know it. that they do it in Chicago because they're always like live from Chicago. It's wait, wait, don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a really bad impression. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, I didn't realize Peter that. Sagel. Peter, that's it. Peter <laughs> Sagel. I don't think he hosts it anymore, but sometimes he doesn't. The, no, I uh, think he, he was good. Old. Uh, but anyway, uh, Spaceman. I didn't realize it was getting pl- like national radio plays. Yeah, or I guess uh, not national. I'm sorry, public radio plays. Public radio, national, local, Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Spaceman's a good one. Spaceman's. Uh, it's where they drop the falsetto down a little bit okay. uh, on the on the verses, and then it's probably the catchiest hook on the whole album. Yeah, if I would have picked one, that one is in my. It's like that one is stuck in my head all the time. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and the, I, I think the guitar too. Like the yeah, the guitar the was really awesome. Cool. The guitar. So when they when he when he gets into that shout of why, yeah. and then the guitar is playing the little noodly like like yeah. riff on top of it, and he's holding that he's holding that like shout. Yeah, that's pretty. Cool. That's a that's a great. I I mean that's like it's super catchy. It's super fun to listen to. I like it a lot. Um. Yeah. So, do you have any other songs you want to go into, or do you have anything else on Spaceman? I don't think so. So I know what's coming next because this is what Jack always likes to do. Pete, I don't want to disappoint you, but we're not doing it this week. We're not doing it. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> Usually, well, not because of you. I'm n- I, like, okay. So they don't have a Twitter. They have a Facebook and uh, the Facebook, you know, they pretty much use it just for promotional purposes mm-hmm. and they've only been around a year. So there, there wasn't anything to really dive into to really find, you know, super funny tweets or anything like that, which is what we're alluding to. Yeah, I like so, to dive deep into people's social media bands that we profile in like way back into their Twitters years back and try to find funny tweets that they sent out. Yeah. Jack's. I don't want to say obsessed. I don't think that's a harsh enough word. <laughs> yeah. What's, what's more than obsessed. <laughs> uh, so he has to like go through all the social media stuff. And, uh, uh well, the, I always try to get him to stop. Yeah. Doing. Well, the fan art was definitely the takeaway yeah, that was, for that this. Was pretty cool. I, that, was, that was actually really cool. I have noticed that when we do our, uh, the, the indie emo bands always have the best social media. Yeah. They're really goofy. They're like, they are just super goofy. Yeah. It's really funny. Um, the, the rappers we've done have had really good ones too, though. Yeah, Marshall I feel like that probably really those two genres stuff. are both the have the most <laughs> hilarious. Although Pinstripe Sunny probably was the best. Yeah, you talk <laughs> about you talk about the one bit. Uh, what is it? Uh, oh, <laughs> Michael and Miniature Mouse. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, sure, I could go out. I just have to ask permission from my parents, Michael and Miniature Mouse. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to have to go back to the full Pinstripe Sunny episode to listen to that. Yeah. To figure oh, out what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm not going to give it away, but it's pretty ingenious. So, yeah, I guess, uh, do we have any upcoming shows or anything from Zev? Yeah, we actually do, which oh, cool. uh, I'm excited about. They have two upcoming shows, uh, one on December 1st. That's a Friday. Cool. At Club Cafe in the South Side. Bleh. And... <laughs> <laughs> Jack lives in South. Side. The, yeah, it's only yeah. He's only saying that because I live there. There's no other reason to say that. Yeah, you can tell because Jack currently is wearing an Affliction T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete, this is tapped out. What are you talking? about? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I get him confused sometimes. <laughs> Come on, man. Um, and then they all have another show, uh, December eighth, which is also a Friday. It's the next week at Juke Records <laughs> in Bloomfield. Oh, hey, that's a little better. Hey, this is kind of funny. They're playing both of our neighborhoods. Yeah, it's like they play back this. to back. <laughs> Jack and then Pete. <laughs> That's actually a really cool record store. 
Um, I haven't been. There was a, an older one that used to be there. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know if they're affiliated, but then another one opened like later, like way later. But it's pretty cool. We should check it out sometime. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll check it out on December 8th. Yeah. You can go to that show on a Friday. So it's part of uh, Juke Records is Friday Night Joint series. Oh, cool. They Do, do they do that every Friday? Maybe I would assume. To... Okay, cool. It's Maybe called I'll... Friday Night Joint series. Now I have my all my Fridays <laughs> planned out. <laughs> So cool. Um, yeah, go go check out Zev. Uh, please listen to the whole album. Check him out on uh, Bandcamp, Bandcamp, uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Spotify. They're on Spotify. We'll we'll throw them on the S list, and uh, they got their own website and everything. Um, so yeah, definitely give these guys a listen. And uh, this is your first time listening to this. Uh, after we get done with artist profiles, we have another segment which Jack just mentioned with rudely without introducing it. Uh, it's called our S list, which we just talk about um, national. Like we, we each pick four songs, and then they don't have to be Pittsburgh. Related. We'll say what it is, Pete. It's a playlist on Spotify. It's a playlist. That's on what Spotify. it is, and we put things on it that we find on Spotify. That's how we talk that's how about playlists them. work on Spotify. <laughs> Thank you if you're still listening. Uh, this is our S-list segment. Uh, we talked about this earlier, so I won't bore you. But Jack, why don't you tell the fine people what the S in S-list stands for? Oh, what it stands for? Yeah. Oh, well, it's Schindler. The Schindler list. God. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't done that yet. <laughs> I don't know how we haven't done that yet. That's such low-hanging fruit. Oh, God. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Yeah, this is Schindler's List. <laughs> this is Schindler's List segment. All right. That's, uh, <laughs> that's potentially a bad joke. It was not. No, we got to roll with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, on the Schindler's List, we pick four songs, uh, not Pittsburgh songs. That just <laughs> uh, We each pick four. And uh, yeah, I guess we'll start with my first song. Uh, the Smiths with Panic. Smiths with Panic. I uh, I love this track. I um, I've always liked the Smiths. I yeah. got into them when I was in school. Um, are you school, a the uh, high school college college? college. Yeah, same. yeah, that's that's I, when I think that happens. That's like yeah, that's, that's when it about happens. the age when you say like school. I feel like the older you get, when you say school, it means college. Not for me. When I hear school, I really? think like yeah, I think like high school. Okay, interesting. Anyway, um, are you a big Smiths guy? I am. Yeah. Um, and I will, I will say that this is another shameless self-promotion that I just got back from England. Uh, I wanted to pick an English Classic. song. And I was going to do the Clash London Calling. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, but, you know, that's too cliche. 
Okay, that's fair. I'm it's better good. than that. It's kind of on the nose. It is. And it's we both love the, the Clash a lot, so I, I, I knew where that happened. And I didn't know if you liked the Smiths or not, so I was curious. I do. Um, they have such... Uh, people, like, live and die by them. They have such a cult-like following. Yeah, if you named the Smiths, you wouldn't have had a lot of the emo stuff that... Yeah. yeah is there, like, a mind. band with a, a cult-like following like that that you could even compare to today? I couldn't think anyone. Do you know that uh, the Mexican community really, really loves Morrissey? What? You've never heard this? No. I didn't know this until I watched the Anthony Bourdain about uh, L.A. No, L.A. <laughs> okay. And he goes into the Ch- Chicano um, community, the like Mexican American in like L.A. Okay. And apparently Morrissey is like the biggest deal with that what? community, which Why? is the weirdest thing. How did it? that happen? I don't know. I have no idea. Wow. He Isn't didn't, that amazing? He didn't provide any explanation. Well, he tried to like uh, like understand it. You know how he like goes yeah. into research and yeah. like they give answers, but it's just kind of like it, it doesn't fit. Like, <laughs> I don't understand it. It's just like what? I love everything about that. That's I know, great. isn't it amazing? Um, also, um, can I throw a fun fact at you that I figured out? Yeah. Um, did you know that this song specifically is the inspiration for the name "Panic at the Disco"? I did not know that. But think about it. It makes sense. Yeah. It's a, it's literally not only a, a derived from the Smiths, but it's derived from this song. Wow, Panic, which is crazy. I never, I like never. They're playing this that. song at the disco, but it's funny that you say that because they say burn down the disco. No, that's why. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. The, 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 it's the name, like all parts of the name are this song. Oh, that does make a lot of sense. Isn't I never crazy? put that. I never put two and two yeah. together. I mean, I don't really like Panic at the Disco, but this definitely yeah, earns either. them a few points in my. Yeah, opinion. that's a, some brownie points. All right. You want to move on? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. We got my pick coming up next. Buzz cut season by Lord. Uh, buzz cut season by Randy Marsh. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was going to do that, right? Uh, I, I it was, I knew it was coming. <laughs> Lord, 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 <laughs> I am Lord. <laughs> uh, so, Pete, did you like that song? I did. Yeah. Um, did so, you have you heard it before? I have. Yeah. Did you really? Uh, I'm sorry. I have heard Lord before. I have not heard this song before. I was going to say, like, I, I would have been deep, surprised. This is a if, deeper cut. I would have been surprised if you had heard this one before. Uh, yeah, and I think. What what I've heard of Lord I liked like I'm I'm kind of I think you know this that I kind of ha- have a contentious relationship with pop music yeah I don't listen to it a lot um, probably just because I'm I think I'm cooler than I am <laughs> so <laughs> I just don't listen to pop music um, so what ahead. I've heard of Lord I liked I like this even more because it's a little darker. Yeah, dude. It's a little so, like, murkier. So know? this her the album, her first album, Pure Heroin, is one of my favorite pop albums of all time. Which she wrote when she was thirteen. Or right. She, she uh, well, it came out. It, yeah, exactly. It came out when she was sixteen. I think actually most of it was recorded. Some of it was recorded earlier, but oh, okay. a lot of it was recorded after. Um, Still, what the Royals. hell? What the hell yeah. were you doing when you were thirteen I to sixteen? I can't believe she did this when she was sixteen. It's insane. But anyway, um, the new one's really good too. The one that came out this past year. 
Um, What's that called? Uh, melodrama. Okay. Is but, that her second album? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She, it came out this year. She um, took, took a little bit of time off good to do kid things, hopefully. Hopefully. Grow yeah. up. Grow yeah, up, you yeah. Know, like a normal person. Anyway, the... I. Everyone says that the new one is a is a, a natural progression in mm-hmm. her artistry, like the next step up. But to me, the first one is always going to be the one I like. And mm-hmm. I want to throw you think just because. No, hold on. I want to. Mm-hmm. I want to tell you why. I want to get your take on this. Um, so I don't know if you. I'm sure you have things that are similar to this. But so I was listening to Pure Heroin a lot in the fall of 2013 into the winter of 2014. And so whenever I hear those songs, it just it almost like takes me back to that time. It's funny that you mentioned that because during that time I was just doing pure heroin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, interesting. No, but it's, uh, it's, it's, I, I love albums like that or songs yeah. like that, that are like time capsules. Well, it's funny because like, and, and that was like one of the best times in my history. That yeah. was like, yeah, that was a great time for me. And you know, it was a fun time. I, this is another thing. And this is, you know, this is probably something that I've thought about a little too much over, th- overthought. But, um, you know how, like when you're having a, re- you know, you're in a really good time in your history, but yeah. you know it as it's happening. You're like, like if you're having like a really great, like, like trip somewhere or you're having like just a really good, like stretch of your life. And you're just like, I'm always going to look back on this and, and like, and remember this. You think, think that's this is yourself? Awesome. Yeah. As I'm having it. It's like, do you watch, did you watch the office? Yeah. That's what, uh, what's his face character. He's like, I wish people would have told me when the good times were when I was in it, <laughs> which is like, well, I never think that kind of stuff. I never like think when it's something good's happening that, Oh, I, I like, this is going to be like, I'm going to look back at this period. Yeah. Well, I no, like I have, specific, you're very, uh, you're forward thinking. I have very specific trips that I even took like this past summer where like, while I'm in the trip, I'm like, this is going to be something that I'm going to look back on and I'm always going to have such a great memory of this time. But it's also really sad because I also, the the flip side of that, which I always think of next, the mm-hmm. next thought is always that this is also always something that I'm going to look back on and wish I could go back to. Well, I don't, I don't do that at all. I, ju- so, I just, but when you think of it like I'm that, in the moment, I guess, well, that's the thing. So then I, that's the next thought. Then I'm like, well, I have to be in the moment because this is like, that's the only way to escape it. But you can't be in the moment. The moment's just constantly slipping away from you. It's just I'm not surprised that this is what's going on in your head. It's just, it's just fun to hear. Cause it's so different than what happens in my head. <laughs> but all right, let's, uh, so when I, so when I listen to buzz cut season, sometimes I like, I, it, sometimes I'll literally tear up. I'll just be like, it's that powerful of a tidal wave of emotion of this time of thinking of like that time in my life. Well, I'm glad that that does that for you, but anyway. uh, let's get on to the next song. All right. Uh, we got pale blue eyes. I'm sorry. Pale blue eyes, Paleable eyes, pale blue eyes by velvet underground. Sometimes feel so happy. But mostly you just make me mad Baby, you just make me mad Linger on That was Pale Blue Eyes from Velvet Underground off of 1969 self-titled album. Called The Velvet Underground. Again, that's what self-titled means. I'm just <laughs> clarifying in case anyone has any questions. Uh, yeah, so what do you think, Jack? Um, this one I didn't like initially, but it definitely grew on me. And I found myself humming it a lot. It, Yeah, it's it's it. I think the same thing happened to me. The first couple of times I heard it, I was just kind of like... Meh. I, 
yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it took some time for it to really like dig its heels in. Yeah. But for now, I think honestly, I think this is one of my like all time favorite songs. Wow. It's one that I listen to. So do you, it's on my rotation real heavy. Like it comes up all the time. Gotcha. Wow. That's cool. Which so, is weird because I don't really listen to the velvet underground at all. I was just about to ask you just, and yeah. I don't want like, I'm not going to pretend like I'm real artsy or like I get anything else. The velvet underground did most times I hear it. Velvet, I'm just like, I'm just like, this is weird. Velvet underground good, is uh Lou Reed, right? Yeah. Okay. For a portion of it. But then I guess he left. I don't know. There's he's the guy I know, so yes. I assume he's a primary player. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then there was other people. I don't know. I tried to, I tried to look into it more, but I ran out of time. You know what this sounds like? What's that? The Rolling Stones. Yeah. It does. This could be a Rolling Stone song. But do you know what's different about? You keep this? putting songs on the yes list that sound like the Rolling Stones. But we still haven't had a Rolling Stones song. I know. And I feel like we you should. Re- I feel like you would really like them. I do. Yeah. Oh, you do. But I don't know. It's one of those bands that like, I'm not like people are like, who's like one of your favorite band? Like I never say the Rolling Stones. Right. And I still like, I should listen to it more because I feel like it's going to meet, like it's going to catch on to me. It's yeah. just, I haven't gave it the time yet. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I, uh, I, I really want to get into them. Do you want to like me listen to the song a bunch of times for this, getting ready for this? Yeah. Do you know what really got me? What? Is that in the background, it's the same note the entire thing. There's a guitar in the background. You can barely hear. You have to. Like, you pretty much have to like really? have headphones on. It's just playing the same note, and it's weird because I think that that I does something to the that. song. It it sounds, and I think I've said this for other songs in the past, but this song particularly feels very dreamlike. It feels like yeah. it's somewhere in between reality and not reality. Yeah, blurring the line between yeah. between conscious and unconscious. And it's kind of just like, but it's all right. Like, yeah. You know, it's it's like I don't know where I'm at right now, but just you know, I'm just gonna kind of like let it roll. That's and, cool. Uh, I could see that. Yeah, I guess uh, Lou Reed may or may not have written this about his first love, who was married to another man at the time. Yeah, I kind of got that. In I the didn't lyrics. know that beforehand, but that makes sense. Yeah, I kind. I mean, I didn't. I didn't really research this very much, so I didn't know that. But uh, I definitely got that vibe in the lyrics. But yeah, I think Velvet Underground is one of those bands. That if if they didn't come along, we wouldn't have got a lot of the music that we did. Afterwards. Yeah, I should. I should get into them more. I know how influential. There's uh, a lot of really weird are. stuff, though. Really? Yeah. Some out there stuff. Yeah, there is. They okay. Can't uh, can't make an omelet without breaking a couple <laughs> eggs. <laughs> uh, Ain't yeah. that the truth? So, okay. Uh, all right, let's listen to Outcast, uh, Elevators, Parentheses, Me and You, and Paren. True, I got more fans than the average man, but not enough loot to last me. To the end of the week, I live by the beat like you live, check to check. If you don't move your feet, then I don't eat, so we like neck to neck. Yes, we done come a long way like them slim ass cigarettes from Virginia. This ain't gonna stop, so we just gonna continue. 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 You, your mama, and your So this is off their 1996 release, AT Aliens. Can you believe that this is over 20 years old? How crazy is that? It's 21. Did I you think, know uh, that? Did, I think we should uh, have a toast to it. It can it's drink. 20. It can drink now. All right, let's do it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. AT Aliens. This one's to you, elevators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this album ages very, very well. Holy crap. Oh, it's good. It is amazing. So this is old Outcast. Yeah. And I love old Outcast. I didn't, reala- I, I didn't I have, realize it was this old. I have nothing against, you know, Miss Jackson or or Hey Ya or Rose's Outcast, but the the older stuff, 
like uh, like I, this album, the one that came after this album. I can't remember what that one was called, but those you, you are that up, so good. While you're doing that, um, Did, were you familiar with this song? Not like for, I, I don't think so. I mean, I've definitely listened to all of AT Aliens, but this one didn't like, it wasn't, it didn't stick, it with didn't you. stick in there, but I just can't get over how Equemini. Equemini is oh, okay, the one yeah. after that one's amazing too. I, I don't think like a lot of the alternative like rap or hip hop that you see nowadays, like that all kind of branches from here. You can yeah. kind of see that, how that, yes, like, they were crazy. so influential. Um, this was also, did you, did you watch Atlanta? I haven't yet. I watched the first episode and that was it. Oh, I you got to watch it. I don't man. have cable, you, man. You would love it. I don't have cable. Well, come over to my place. Okay. We'll watch it together. Yeah. I would watch it again. It was Let's amazing. Do it. it was great. Don Glover, man. Don Glover. Don't underestimate that guy. Don Glover. Um, so anyway, I have a pretty funny story with this real quick. They play this song, spoiler alert, they play this song at the end of the last episode of season one for Atlanta. Well, okay. now I can't watch it. Yeah. So, you know, that, that basically sums it up for you. But, um... I watched the way my on-demand was with the cable. I watched the last episode of Atlanta and thought it was the first episode of Atlanta. Oh, no. And then, Did that ruin everything for you? No, because I didn't even know it for a while. Because then I was like reading. I was like, I was like, wow, the show is really good. And I started like reading reviews on it. And they were like, and they play elevators at the end of the finale. And I was like, that's weird. They play elevators at the end of the first episode too. I was like, <laughs> I guess they play it twice. They play it at the end of the finale too. That's and then funny. I was like, and I went on living that lie for a very long time until like, I was like three episodes in. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> I know what happened. <laughs> I was like, I'm watching this in reverse. <laughs> Do you know what, uh, th- this song, like what really gets me? What? Um, that's, like the, I don't even know. It's like the, the drum beat in the background. It almost yeah. sounds like a dripping faucet. Yeah. And I didn't like, I, I listened to a bunch of times. And I was like, what does that noise remind me of? And it's like a dripping faucet. I really like, you hear it. But kind of like weird. Yeah. Know, like distorted. I really like, you hear it a lot at the beginning, but you kind of hear it throughout too. They sample someone with a little laugh. They're like, <laughs> Like, and, the, oh, and really? that's, that's in the sample oh, and awesome. you hear it and it's like, it just adds this, this like, kind of like jovial element to the song, you know, it's kind of like playful. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's move on. We got coming up next. We got Cumberland blues by Charles Bradley and Meenan street band. I didn't realize that, but that was a Grateful Dead cover. Really? It is, yeah. I didn't realize that. Uh, that whole album, Day of the Dead, is a collection of um, Grateful Dead covers. Oh, cool. I don't think, ju- not just by him, it's like an anthology. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. Uh, but yeah. Um, is that song on a commercial? This song? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. If it isn't, I feel like it would be the perfect song for a commercial. <laughs> Jack was listening to it. He was like, I want to buy some shit now. <laughs> no, I honestly was like, it was a song. I don't know. I just kept thinking that. I was like, is this on like a car commercial or yeah. something or a Pepsi commercial or something? I don't know. So what do you think? Um, I liked it. I have nothing against it. I think this is like, you know, I think I could tell he's a pretty, pretty well, uh, he's got a pretty good, uh, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Reputation as a musician, but mm. this isn't my style. So I don't think I would ever put this on uh, for myself to yeah. just listen to. So does it make sense that I pick this? Not really. Why? Because it's not really your style either. I didn't exactly. think. So I'm not very versed in rhythm and blues. Um, right. I don't know a lot about well, it. This is also like funk. It's like it R&B is. And funk. That's what I like. Cause my, I don't want to say my least favorite, but the kind of music that I always like kind of like shit on a little bit is like the funk jam bands. Well, not necessarily, not necessarily that, that, but also, um, like there's this whole revival of like people trying to sound like bluesy, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like black keys. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. And what I wanted to, again, sometimes I'll put songs on where I have an agenda. Uh Oh, he's always pushing something folks. Yeah. The reason I picked this one is because I think to succeed in this kind of music, you got to go through some shit. You got to sure. hear it in your voice. Yeah. That you've been through some shit. I mean, that's the blues, man. That's the you blues. You can't sing the blues if you, if you didn't have any. And no one has been through shit like Charles Bradley. Really? Oh, yeah. And oh, I man. did not realize any of this until I picked this. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of apprehensive. What, what happened? Uh, so his mom abandoned him at the... Well, that's never good. Uh, when he was a baby and he moved uh. in with his uh, grandma. And... Then uh, he lived with his grandma until he, uh, he was eight when he was in Florida. Okay. And then he gets a call from his mom saying he wants to repair a relationship. Show. So he moves back to Brooklyn. Wait, when he's eight? Yeah. Saying, it's pretty you know, young. come back, yeah. basically. But it didn't go over well. He ran away when he was 14, slept on the streets for about two years. Oh, geez. And then he joined the Job Corps program. Okay. Which uh, sent him to Maine, where he worked for as a cook for 10 years. And okay. during that time, someone was like, uh, you, you know, like, are you any good at music? Cause there's not a lot of black people in, in uh bar Harbor, Maine. And they were no, like, I don't think there are. Yeah. So they were like, you kind of look like James Brown. Like, do you, do you like, <laughs> that's literally what it said. Someone was like, you kind of look like James Brown. Can you sing? And he was like, what makes you think I look like him? <laughs> uh, but turns out he could sing and, uh, he played with his band for about like six shows and then they all got drafted and went to Vietnam. What? So that ended. And, this uh, is crazy. Yeah. Then he hitchhiked around the country, ended up in Alaska, California. Wait, how does he end up? He's going Maine, Alaska. These are crazy places to end up. This man has lived more lives than you and I ever will. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Uh, he eventually ends up in, I think, California. And then uh, he goes back to California. Okay. And he uh, moves to Brooklyn while he's there. Uh, almost dies, has an allergic reaction to penicillin, and then he meets up with a uh, uh, like a, a someone who's the head of a label. They discover him. He's a James Brown cover act. They're like, hey, you actually could sing. And then since then, he released three studio albums, and then sadly, he just passed away uh, earlier this year in September. R.I.P., man. Wow. What yeah. a life. I know, right? Um, hey, good on him, though. I didn't know any of this going into it. I just said, I, I just, I, like, you Wait hear, to, you hear in his voice, you're just like, this man's been through stuff. Yeah. And Wait then to, I listened, well, and then I was like, oh, God, I was right. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Charles, well, way, to, way to make the most out of the adversity, though. Wow. I know, yeah. So, um, I, and I, did, I didn't point this out just to, you know, like, kind of point out that he had a real rough life. Sure. I just did it because I was like, to sing the blues, you, you got to know the blues. Exactly. So, there All right. you go. Next up, we got PDA by Interpol. Listening, 
So that was from their 2002 album, Turn On the Bright Lights. And that was PDA by the International Police. Is that what it stands for? Interpol. I didn't know that. That's what they call the International well, I knew that, Police. Uh, yeah, I guess I didn't know that. So it's not what it stands for. It's what the band is named after. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I didn't realize this, but there's older versions of the song. They did like two oh, other really? demos of it. Yeah. And all their like EPs before this, they had a version of this, which is different. Oh, interesting. So this is like, this is classic, like early aughts, like indie rock coming out of New York City. Yeah. Interpol's from New York. The Strokes are new from wave. New York. It's like new wave happening yeah. again. I also, um, I read a lot. People love this album and I love this album. If anyone likes this song, I would really, if you haven't already, I would definitely recommend listen to this album front to back. I mean, it's great. It's, um, and to a lot of people, this came out in 2002, and a lot of people said this album, more than any other, really captured the New York City post-9-11 atmosphere, like, feel. Really? Yeah. That's I've, a lot of people said I that. I could definitely understand that, but um, I did not... Interpol is one of those bands... You don't like it? ...always been in the periphery. Yeah. And I just, like, it's it was something about it that I just... It wasn't that I... I didn't like, I just didn't get into it. I didn't like it. Like actively didn't like it. Wow. We haven't had one of these in a while. Yeah. And it was one, like this made me think about it. It's like, why didn't I like Interpol? Yeah. Like, wh- cause it was one of those things when it came on, I was just like, oh, I don't like this. I, it's just like, it's a gut reaction. It's like, I don't like this and I don't yeah. know why. And I, I, I have no idea why. Cause I listen, I listened to this and I really like it. Like now I like it. Oh, now you do like it. Yeah. I grew into it. Oh, interesting. So you so, didn't like it back then. No, I remember, I specifically remember my, my friend, Joel, my best friend, Joel, his older brother had a bunch of Interpol songs on his like CD, like mixed CD that would always yeah. be on his car when yeah. he's driving us around. And I would just, when they'd come on, I was like, Oh man, I hate Interpol. <laughs> that's so funny. So when that, I was a teen, like I was in high school. Yeah. So that's when this was. Yeah, exactly. So this album, uh, this album got me through a pretty tough breakup. This was like one of the albums I leaned on. And then I actually went up, to Toronto to a music festival in Toronto and saw these guys and they put on an amazing show. Really? Yeah. And it, and it reignited my passion for the album and it kind of, I was way over the breakup at the time. So it kind of put it in a whole better light. Like, you know what I mean? So yeah. So I'm always going to have a special place uh, for Interpol in my heart. So yeah, I no, I do. I definitely do have to go back and listen to this whole album. Do it, man. Cause I really did like this song. You won't be disappointed. Okay. All right. Next we have pavement with gold sounds with a Z. Because I never want to make you feel that you're so sure So, Pete, I actually think it's pronounced gold sounds. As in Xenon the sequel. Oh, is that who this is by? No, uh, but <laughs> with Jack, another thing that I didn't point out earlier, which I should have, was that yeah. when Jack fir- first sent me uh, the Zev, I. <laughs> that was your immediate reaction. Yeah, I was, was like, Xenon the like, what is this? Joke? I was just, what is this? Some guy named Steve, but in space, like Xenon the sequel. <laughs> Pete. That's how we call everything in space. We add a bunch of Z's to it. <laughs> so by that logic, Gold Sounds is in space. So Pete. It's a space song. Similar to Interpol, Pavement is a band that has always been on the periphery of what I've known I would enjoy, and I've never gotten into them, never really listened to them. 
And I love this song. Yeah. It is in heavy rotation for me now. Good. This is an amazing song. Uh, this whole album's really good. There's like four like really, really like amazing it's tracks like on weezer it. but better it's like early <laughs> weezer but <laughs> that's better. a great way of putting it <laughs> steven malk malkmus man um yeah um i didn't realize this but like some people rank this this song as the i think pitchfork ranked it the number one song of the 90s pitchfork it was number one on pitchfork's top 200 songs of the 90s which number one i, I would yeah, have put bye 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 by nsync <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a that's actually. I would put this at number two. Let's uh, <laughs> let's write them a really strongly worded letter. Right. Excuse me, Mister Pitchfork. Excuse me, Mister Fork. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So the reason I picked this one is because last time, uh, or I th- was it last episode, I picked a Pixie song. Yeah, one a, one or two. And when I heard that, I just thought like, oh, like I. Th- this reminds me a lot of uh, Pavement, and then I wanted to play the Pavement. Cool. So that's my logic behind that one. So I'm glad, All right. you, glad you liked it, Jack. Well, let's wrap it up with Chloe in the Afternoon by St. Vincent. St. Vincent off of her third studio album, Strange Mercy, which came out in 2011. That's right. What'd you think? So this is Jack's second St. Vincent pick on the S list. I think she's our first repeat. I know. It is. Yeah. So Jack is getting a little stale over there. He's got to recycle some stuff. Um, No, but this, I think, I think I know where you're coming with this because your first St. Vincent pick you said was not a, it was not her typical, it was an atypical one. Yes. This one is what I think of when I hear St. Vincent normally. Am I on the, yeah, I right yeah. Um, okay. I think her most recent stuff is kind of a departure from this, okay. but this is the sound I, I think she's most associated with and the sound I enjoy the most from her. And this is the sound that, again, so 2011, I was 21. Right. And when that was going on, I listened to this and my Neanderthal brain was just like, there's too much going on. Like, I can't. <laughs> just like, I was like, there's weird things going on. I'm not, I can't listen to this. Uh, now, I mean, I've come back to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm an older man. Well, I forced I'm you a to distinguished come back gentleman. To it. I have gray. Jack's staring across me right now. I have gray hair. And um, <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I think I also grew into this one because even the first couple of times I listened to it, I still had a knee jerk reaction. I was like, uh, like, this is hard to listen to. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, but it's good though. It is once you kind of like, yeah. you know, ease into it a little bit. This might be my favorite song by her. Really? The production. I just love the production on this. And this, I love this the guitar work. Usually ranked her best album. This album is by far her best, in okay. my opinion. I love it. Um, also, did you know it's named after a 1972 movie about um, a guy who's tempted to cheat on his wife and, and has like uh, sexual fantasies with this like mistress? Whose name is Chloe? Yeah. He does it in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Back in this bitch, motherfucker, yeah, it's me. Space goes first, and I put your bitch to sleep. Me and my twin at it again with this. All right, that'll wrap up our 11th episode. Uh, special thanks to Zev 11th. for 
I'm sorry, our 11th episode. Special thanks to Zev for letting us profile you guys. Uh, Jack, tell the people where they can find Zev. You can find them on Facebook, Bandcamp, or Spotify. Or SoundCloud. That's it. Um, yeah, and uh, we mentioned earlier that they have two upcoming shows in December. Yep. First and second week. First and second Friday of December. Yeah, 12-1 and 12-8 at Club Cafe and Juke Records, respectively. So check them out. Uh, listen to their full-length self-titled album on all those places. And yeah. So we'll be back at you guys in a couple weeks. Um, we might be doing another profile. We might be doing our first interview. We've been batting that idea around a little bit, so stay tuned on that. You can find us on Facebook. Our website is soundcheckpgh.podbean.com. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Also, follow the S list on Spotify. Just type in the S list soundcheck PGH. It should pop right up. You can follow it. We're going to put the tracks on there that we talked about today, as well as the tracks we're going to talk about next time. Um, our intro music is Swamp Walk Bling by Swamp Walk, and our outro is Oh So Good by Hobbs Duende. All right, that's it. Ooh, so good.